Had you only hours to convince a beloved friend that there is value in the things that you value? Would you search through space and time to find the perfect words to convey your convictions? Eventually, I'm going to have to start using every word counts. Rise! Claim your opinions to be the light of the galaxy. I want to be clear that we didn't make this because we are not this talented. Oh yeah, no. Like we saw. So we've only had this for a couple of weeks. Bert Nacho made it for us, and we agreed the first time that we both heard it, like, this song is so much better than this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> if you believe in capital punishment, you yep. can fuck off a banana tree. Star Trek sucks. Star Trek sucks. When you talk that shit about Star Trek, it's like you just harpooned a baby. Star Trek sucks. Star Trek sucks. And if you prank call people at the old folks home, that's fine, but you better not tell them Star Trek sucks. The prank call people at the Star old folks line still really mystifies me. <laughs> it's okay to do, but don't tell them Star Trek sucks. Yeah, no, that is what it, that is the text of it, but it, I'm still You're listening very... to Star Trek sucks. The only Star Trek podcast. Now here are your hosts, now. Jack <laughs> yeah. Gunn and Leo Cardoza. Thank you, English host introducer voice guy. Is this okay. really the only Star Trek podcast? Yes. It's definitely not. Don't oh, play it not. again, you fucking monster. <laughs> play it again. <laughs> didn't mean to have uh, um, We talked the whole time, and, and the song was just playing in the background. It was you, two and a half hours. You know what show this is, because it's intro- it's been introduced twice now. My name is Leo Cardoza, uh, transmitting to you today from um, a, a hole in the side of my house. Uh, and with me, as always, is Jack. Hi, Jack. Uh, hi, I'm also in the hole, but unlike Leo, I don't like Star Trek. <laughs> um, and uh, we have a guest today. Say hi, Beth. Hi, I'm Beth. I'm in the hole. Today with us, uh, uh, th- 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 <laughs> today with us is Beth Norton. Um, and as Jack and I have been threatening to do, uh, we're going to have a contest to see if Beth can replace Jack as co-host of this podcast. Not something I've requested, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. <laughs> something I have sought after. Both, both Jack and Beth have uh, specifically stated to me b- prior to beginning recording that they do not want to do this. Uh, they do not agree to any terms that I have put forward. And, uh, and yet we're going ahead. I mean, don't get it twisted if I can stop doing this podcast <laughs> somehow. <laughs> So Beth, what we usually start with, and it's going to sound like you're going to be at a disadvantage because because uh, you Jack has information that you don't have, mm-hmm. but trust me when I say um, Jack generally does not man uh, does not remember the answer to this question. Okay, and the question is, what happened on last week's episode? <laughs> <laughs> You can tell her what it's called. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, last week's episode uh, is called the Royale. What season? Two. What episode number? Uh, twelve, I think. Oh, I'm almost caught up. I am. So when you said that we could do this tonight, I was actually in the middle of episode six, I think. Oh, which one's six? Of season two is when Data 
skits like the guy. The, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Super, schizoid yeah. man, schizoid man, schizoid man. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We, yes. Yeah. We yeah. that we did not like that one. Mm-mm. That was a no. that was a do not watch. Yeah. Yes. That was a so I hesitated to say yes because I was like <laughs> I liked the one before it but I didn't like that one I was like oh. I think so. Um, well, uh, th- th- and that's fine. I, I wasn't I, I wasn't sure like how uh, actually. I should have, I should have asked you up front, like what's your, in general, like your relationship with the show? Um, that's a deeper question, but I want to answer your question first. Okay. I, I, I didn't do any research. No, I that's okay. I didn't listen to your podcast I did once, not give you any warning. And I'm realizing that's an, that's an oversight. Um, nobody listens to the podcast. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Several people in Kansas City listen to this podcast. <laughs> True. We have weird listener yeah. clusters all across the country. I, I don't, bet you do. I don't know why or what's happening. But we're but... very grateful. <laughs> yes. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I do not know. Am I supposed to guess? You can if you okay. want. Yeah. So the last okay. episode was called The Royale. Yeah. And just guess Just guess what it was about. Guess what the episode was about. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. So they got a call. They had to go to a planet to find, to have a mission. And <laughs> that, that mission. Okay. I feel like probably, you're cheating. Probably <laughs> contained. White people, because apparently <laughs> they have taken over the galaxy. But also Worf. And then... Also, at least one extremely problematic episode. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, oh god. <laughs> In season one, where it definitely did not contain white people, but... <laughs> In about the worst possible way you could oh, do that. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was like a, of honor. a reverse colonization. Yeah. It was, yeah, that was, it was when space. I was really it was space doubting yeah, yeah. my choice to watch the show. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. sure. The first yeah. two seasons of the, sh- of the show are rough. And, and most people, even fans, will generally agree with that. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've ta- That's what's kept me going, is yeah. talking to people and they're saying, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, this is your first time. What do you... Yeah. I've been curious about what you think about Oh, it. I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> there are a few episodes I like, but mostly I'm just, this is just the only way I can hang out with my friend. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you had fun with last week's episode. Last week's episode was fun, and yeah. I actually do remember what it was. Yeah. Um, it was the casino. It was like a casino holodeck episode, except it wasn't, they didn't want to do a holodeck episode for some reason, so it was the, there was an alien that made people or made made like one survivor of a shipwreck uh live through the plot of like a shitty pulp novel over and over again did they make Jordy do that um no it was it was a guy that had already died but it, oh. the simulation was still running and then uh and then it was um uh, wharf and Riker and was it Jordy no data and Dato, oh yeah, Worf, Riker, and Dato, who is like the best crew. Yeah, it was. Like, that's the best like away away team. Yeah, it was a fun mess around crew. And it was it was incredibly stupid, but but honestly, like more entertaining than most of the, because most of these re- episodes are fucking stupid, but they're also boring. Yeah. Um, which this was like just kind of dumb fun. So. Cool. Yeah. So look forward to that when it when it comes up in your in your watch. <laughs> it should be soon, apparently. Damn, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not too far off. Poker um, night. <laughs> so we're uh, oh poker yeah the, the 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 first episode where they played poker that was a fun little that was a fun little scene. Yeah, yeah, it's just more of that shit. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like they took high school dance themes and kind they of. made them into missions. Actually, actually, yeah, you might be honest. Well, and so we've mentioned this several times. I don't know if you are aware of this, but season two was filmed after the writer's strike mm. in 1988 or 1989. 
Um, so that's why season two is shorter than all the other seasons, and it's also why it uh, a lot of the plots suck. Yeah. Um, like when well, you can tell the scripts were not given another like a lot of the scripts needed another draft that just yeah. didn't happen because um, a lot of shit just doesn't really make any so sense. So they they wrote all twenty two seasons or all twenty two episodes rather in like two months or something after the writer's strike ended uh, and then they started filming yeah um, and that's why like there's one now i'm forgetting which one it is but there's one uh early on that's just like a complete right recycled script there's the extremely upsetting uh troy getting pregnant by alien rape episode that is not okay yeah that one you've you've seen that one yeah, yeah. that one's very early and 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 she's just so delighted to just give forced birth to this alien intelligence that it's not good yeah i still don't really know how to feel about it yet and it's it's intriguing because it makes me like it's it, it made me want to not watch the show and continue to watch the show at the same time so like where are they going with this that's fair <laughs> yeah i'm just yeah kind of like what was sexual ethics in 1989 right bad. what are they trying to say yeah what are you, yeah you know? yeah yeah it's yeah confusing they sometimes well Anyways. Well, and we touched on this when we recorded that our episode about that, um, but that the show tries to be uh, kind of woke because there's that moment when she when they tell everybody, which for, first of all, like Picard, I think, is the mm-hmm. one that tells the rest of the crew, oh, Troy's pregnant, yeah. rather than Troy telling everybody. And then he also, and then he does like a your body, your choice thing. Yeah, exactly. She's mm-hmm. like, I'm keeping it. And he's like, well, then that's the end of that. And, that yeah. and you can clearly tell that's the show trying to be like, yes, we're making the right choice for feminism. Yeah. It's like... Who I mean, <laughs> yeah. good impulse, but bad, bad job. Handling. Yeah, because yeah, at first she was like, I was raped. Yeah. And then she was like, I'm happy to be pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're like, how yeah. did that happen? Well, and, and, and as someone who has spent almost a year now, more than a year. How long have we been doing this? Not quite I, a I year. I want to die. As a mother. Um, <laughs> almost a year. <laughs> Analyzing every fucking episode of this show. Your question of where are they going with this? The answer is don't they don't it. know. I don't think we know. They no. don't. Know. Nobody knows. Nobody, Nobody absolutely. Knows. Certainly, certainly what, they don't. That's yeah. what space exploration <laughs> is it's, all it's, about. It's really it's it's pretty meta. Oh yeah. fuck! The bad writing is a metaphor for space exploration. <laughs> We're just gonna bumble fuck around and see what happens sometimes it'll be a good thing sometimes it'll be a bad thing sometimes it'll be interesting but definitely not always yeah no that is what space exploration sounds like to me it'll be very laborious most of the time yeah 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 i wish they encountered more natural phenomenon rather than like human phenomenon or human-like phenomenon I mean, I get where you're coming from, but also... The Do you trust this writer's room to handle that? Yeah, the first thing that popped in my mind when you said that was the weird alien space cloud baby space thing. space face thing. Yeah. 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 Which I didn't like that. Well, I liked it until they brought out the space face. Yeah. Which didn't really do it. It, it wasn't very believable yeah. that this was a being that was so intelligent. No, it looked like... I mean, it looked exactly like what it was, which was like bad early CGI. Yeah, it would have been fine if they had just given it a voice. I think, and if they had. I don't remember this episode at all. Do you, really? I mentioned I, it the other day when the Yamato showed up again. I know. <laughs> I just play along a lot of this. It's so weird. They just go into like this black hole, and then 
they're in it and they they like get attacked, but it's not really an attack. And there's another ship there, but oh, it's not okay, really yeah, a ship. I actually, and I do, I, okay. This yeah, it was the one that was a, a Q episode, except it wasn't yeah, Q. Yeah, it, was, it was a different space god. Yeah. yeah, and then Picard was like, well, if we're, half of us are going to die, we're all going to die. And yeah. then, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Jack hates Q, by the way. Mm. I think Jack yeah, is, Q is... I think Q is Jack's most despised character. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, hands, hands down. I don't down. think you're alone there. Yeah, he, he fucking sucks. Um, which yeah. he's coming back in a couple episodes. So. Wonderful. <laughs> Thanks for uh, preparing guess us. Guess he's need not it. coming back in a couple episodes. <laughs> Uh, so, Beth, the next thing that we like to do in the up top segment is uh, because Jack hates this show, he <laughs> likes to recommend something else for people to do with their time. Um, but I'll I'll throw that to Beth. Okay. Um, just a, just a different like something else to watch or or read, watch, read. or listen I usually, to. It's usually like yeah, so music. It's usually music. It's just some kind of media product. Honestly, yeah. it's just like yeah, some just kind of media check product. out just yeah. a thing that's better than Star any Trek. any form of entertainment that would well, you be said a, your listeners are from kansas we uh, uh from all over. kansas <laughs> kansas, kansas city and uh um i can't remember where else off the top of my head right now yeah i would say but boise is no longer our number one listening city which means our friends have abandoned us i would say i don't know i think it's yeah, time to <laughs> to yeah. to you know stay safe socially distance wear a mask but also let's have yard sales Let's do it. Let's Ooh, get okay. Let's get your shit out of the garage. Polish it off. Put up some signs around your neighborhood. I miss yard sailing. Okay, that is oh. what I want. That's what, and I think Kansas City. I feel like they'd be yard sailors there. It's, I don't know. It just seems like <laughs> something you do. Yeah, like I don't know why either, but I'm with you on this. Antiques and stuff like Wisconsin. Something you know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. I the whole be wrong. I feel like there's there's a definite uh, there's some sort of a weird pro yard sale vibe about the Midwest in general. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. yeah I actually agree with that. Yeah. Um, okay. That's so. a very different genre of recommendation than what. Oh I Oh yeah, it was do. supposed to be media based. That's oh. fine. No, it's no, fine. This, no, this is okay. great. This is why we have the, guests. The, like the fu- the fundamental. I'm just like read another novel that you're not going to read. Well, <laughs> the fundamental premise is Jack wants to suggest something else for you to do with your time. So yard sale qualifies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Also, like really serious books on Audible, you could do that. <laughs> listen yeah. to re- listen to the new Jim Crow on Audible. There's a 10 year preface anniversary thing. Just listen to the preface. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to reactivate yeah. my Audible because I found out that the laundry files are, in fact, available on audiobook. Oh, I just can't yeah. rent them from the library. So now I have to go buy all of them on Audible. Oh, so you just so you haven't been reading them just because you can't get them for free? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I get it. I steal my ex's I credits. <laughs> <laughs> I did text him. I was like, can I download the new Jim Crow on your credit? <laughs> Well, I found out, and listeners, I um, I if I haven't already recommended this to you, there's an app that you can get called Libby that'll allow you to check out audiobooks from your local library. Support you, your you local library. Have not brought that up. Libraries uh-huh. are great. And you can also get um, digital books for your Kindle through your library that you just check out like a regular book, and you have, I think, usually two weeks to read them or return them or whatever. But check that out with your library. Libraries are not obsolete. Libraries are great. And That's so true. I always forget about that. You should absolutely are do you, library. Are you, are you guys sponsored by the library? Yeah, yes. this episode is brought to you by library! Exclamation <laughs> mark. Enter promo code Star Trek sucks. Yeah. Go to library.com <laughs> to save 30% off of library. 30% off your next library checkout on us. Oh, fuck. You're welcome. That is a running gag we have on the show that you just completely fucking tripped into. Yeah. Hell no, yeah. that was perfect. It was that great. was so good. I'm so happy right now. Uh, 
Okay, what else do we do? Do you uh, do you want to do a recommendation as well, or you want to just oh no, I I wanted to let Beth do one. Okay, Uh, I was gonna have you both do them, but uh, that's okay. That's point for Beth because she made one. Jack just doesn't have anything going on. I don't like things. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then the last thing that we do before we watch the episode is we guess what's about to happen. Okay, so yeah, what's the episode title? Uh, So I'm gonna say the episode title, and you guys can both uh, take make your guesses about what we're about to watch. Mm. This episode is called Times Squared. Ooh. And Beth first. Yeah, ladies first. Okay. I feel like I'm really bearing a lot of the load here, Jack. Um, And winning, if I were actually competing. Uh, Let's see. Time squared. So there'll be math involved. Probably heavy on the engineering. Jordy's going to play a big role. Will Mm -hmm. he ever come out looking like the smart hero? No. (laughs) They always put data in that position. But, okay, this is the one. Jordy's coming out with some math engineer stuff. Uh, and um, they meet more pretty white women. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, time travel shenanigans. Your end uh, of statement. You're both. You See, know, a high school dance party. <laughs> yeah, you're you're yeah. both. <laughs> Wait, what high school did you go to where they had dance dances themed time travel shenanigans? It was the word shenanigans. <laughs> okay. Yeah, shenanigans. Shenanigans. Is a very high school. Fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I see an adult who's like posts their Facebook status is drinking adult beverages and doing shenanigans at a place, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Just a, say I'm, little Saint James I'm taking Island. shots yeah. and I'm and I'm fucking. Just say it. <laughs> just say it. Every status update from Ra- from Riker is just shots and that fucking. Totally, Riker's just like nine exclamation points. Yeah. Riker's so there's nothing redeeming about him. He fucks though. Yeah, but, th- but <laughs> he just, he's, ugh, he's just, there's one nothing of, one to of his my, character. I can't believe he's One of my on absolute there. favorite episodes. He doesn't even do push-ups. One of my absolute <laughs> favorite moments from the first season was when he had to put on diplomatic lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> when he had to diplomatically fuck. That was so funny. <laughs> that was, that was and and the girl, like, the, the women were down there with him, and he was like, I have to do this for work. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, yeah. it's comfortable. I'm working. Yeah, Deanna and Tasha were just looking at him like, "Really, you're wearing that? You're gonna? Do you feel good about yourself right now?" And he's like, I ha- I, "It's for work." Well, so what bothered me about that episode is that that was right after, um, yeah, Deanna and like had almost gotten married or something. Oh yeah, remember? Mm-hmm. I think it was yeah, the next he episode. Was, he was being old. And he yeah, was, yeah. Weird about and all it. of a sudden they were on that sunset holodeck, and he was like, "Oh, I'm so sad." Yeah. She's like, "Let me take care of you and as, your as, moment of need." And then the next episode, she's like, "He's like, oh, I'm in, I'm in a blouse, and I'm gonna have sex with this." Yeah, as as Jack uh, put it when we did that recording, uh, Riker goes into the holodeck and says, uh, "Holodeck, please turn on sad boy mode." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, totally. Yeah. Okay. Um, Here we go. Times Square. Now that Riker has been thoroughly slandered by our guest. Just totally, totally <laughs> owned. You really, really got his ass. Yeah. Just just try a little. And we're back from outer space. That uh, episode sucked shit. Okay, that's one opinion. Beth? <laughs> I thought... I don't know. I don't know if it was watching it in this sweaty... It is Shed? a little. It is a little warm in my. <laughs> it made it more intense. In my world-class recording studio. It's a different experience. I thought it was intense. I don't know why. 
Oh, I feel like I've been shot with a tranquilizer dart. Um, that was so fucking boring and nonsensical. It was I, boring at the beginning. I, I definitely agree. I, and yeah. also the middle and the end. <laughs> I, f- I feel both of you. Um, I was extremely bored at the beginning. Um, I one of the, my first one of my early notes was like this is the most boring way you could possibly tell an interesting premise. Yeah, they do that a lot on this show. Actually, <laughs> it's it's one That's of their, a lot of episodes. It's one of their specialties. <laughs> Is what if we had a good premise and just just instead of doing it good, we tripped over our own dicks and fell down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, pooped our pants and just uh, yep. rolled you around know, the whole thing. With yeah. Poop on our stupid little dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I want one of the the very first thing that I wrote down, and it's one of my favorite things when they do this, is when they needlessly uh, change the configuration of an everyday object to make it look more spacey. Mm. So we get this opening scene with Riker You're making about Riker's grill. <laughs> well, no, his his oh, space yeah. his space whisk. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just it's just worse than the whisk that I have now. <laughs> it was like slightly square, wasn't it? It was. Um, take your regular whisk because your regular whisk is probably like six or eight wires, you know, bent over each other. Uh, tear out all of but one of them. Yep. Too loud for me. Sorry. Sorry. It's okay. Sorry to. Um, I, I know. The omelet thing. Here's a, here's, a, here's a life hack. He's in your right headphone. Uh, no, so. no, we're balanced, so I'm in both of uh, yeah, both yeah. of both of both y'all's yeah, ears. Wheels, wheels in the left, Jack's in the right. You're close. You're you're close enough to to the mic that I don't know if you you may not need the monitor to to hear yourself. So if you don't, you don't have to have. Oh, your okay. I see. On. I see. I see. Okay, it's okay. Sorry. Sorry. Um, I completely forgot about the omelet thing. It's bad. It's um, that's funny that you forgot about it because one of the notes I made during that omelet scene was Beth is just fucking going nuts on her notepad right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I did have a thought about that. Well, okay. I was like, no, well, now I feel bad about talking all that shit about number one because here he is opening up to the crew, yeah. making an omelet. Yeah, he's trying to like he's trying to make breakfast for them. I do have the the first good job data of the episode, which is data being like, why are you doing this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right, data. Why why is he doing this? Why why? Uh, yeah, and that that scene never really connected back. Did it like no? They're starting to do like they're starting to do cold open kind of things. Um, This feels very similar to the first time they played poker together. Yeah, which yeah, it really doesn't connect to the rest of the show. Well, we watched some like original series episodes on for this podcast, and they do like a they kind of do the same thing, but the at the end of the show where they're just kind of like riff and fucking joke around or whatever, and it's sort of like we're establishing that these people actually like each other, which is an improvement Yeah, I mean, um, it, from where the show has been before, where it's like these are just completely interchangeable plot units yeah, it, it goes uh, a long way rather towards, than characters. Um, towards making it easier for you as the, as the audience to like give a shit about the characters and care and connect to them. And like, I think one of the biggest moments that stood out for both of us during season one was when Tasha died and they just tried so fucking hard in that episode to make you give even to just wring any emotion out of it. And it's like, why you are putting so much weight on this. And I, that makes sense. I I do still feel that way about commander Riker. (laughs) It's fine. When's he going to die? Yeah. Um, We can use never, but they did try to give him some depth. 
uh, by letting us know that all of his man whoring is completely his dad's fault. Yeah. Yeah, he has dad <laughs> issues, which, hey, whom amongst us? <laughs> oh, that's why you don't why you don't respect women, because your mom died. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no woman has ever been a person in your life. That's why. Mm. Got it. Good job, Will. Um, I still stand by that Riker is being a slut the right way, but... Whatever. Yeah, I mean it's the best case. We of, don't need to revisit yeah. this on this episode. We've gone, oh, we've we've You've, we've yeah. trodden over over Riker, Riker's sexual proclivities quite yeah, a lot. Yeah, because it really it really heated up there. It's uh, in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pulaski extremely impressed by Riker's ability to dump eggs into a pan. His food looks like fucking shit. <laughs> it looks like whisked eggs. Oh well, yeah, I mean, it, it looks, looks like exactly, exactly what it is. Like, well, I was like, eggs. why don't they like him? Do they not like him because they don't like? They've never eaten eggs before. Did he not season them at all? So, or like, he, he says the, he got like weird, like some kind of weird eggs at their last. Yeah, like, it's some weird animal eggs that, that none of them have yeah. ever tried before. It's weird. Which again, like, like in in a situation where you have access to a food replicator, why are you taking this animal's eggs? Yeah. Also, you could replicate. Why are it, you doing any of this? But if you wanna, like, this is the thing that drove me nuts about it. Is like, if you wanna replicate the, or if you, you know, if you wanna recreate the cooking experience and the communal eating experience, replicate raw eggs. Yeah, or that. Yeah, and then and then you can cook them. And then cook then them. you can make your omelet station in your cabin. Yeah, it's still an insane thing to do. But. <laughs> It would have been great if you'd really zeroed in on one part of 21st century uh, of omelet making, which would be the omelet bar. And if everybody came in, <laughs> could choose their <laughs> toppings. That would have taken things to the next level. That was just his one his one thing. Yeah, I, I would have. He did. He I would have liked. He did Riker. make something specific for every single person, and but every every single person was also like, I don't know, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd like I'd like Riker more if I knew he was cooking everybody their own personal omelet every morning. That's yeah. just what he does as number just one. Just every morning is the exact is the exo of the spaceship. That's just <laughs> yeah. his thing. He just makes omelets. Yeah, for free. You know, he volunteers. That would be very charming, honestly. Yeah. There's yeah. Uh, there's something that exists in original series that doesn't quite exist here. Although now in in season two they've got ten forward, which is kind of a dining area. There's not really any kind of communal dining area in season oh, one. Oh, yeah, there. Are, that's true. There are, like, in the, in, original, in the original series, series there are a ton of mess hall scenes. Yeah, there's a bunch of scenes yeah. in, in, like, in the mess hall. Well, and um, I've said this before, like, the original series is, like, just, it's just, like, life on a naval vessel. Yeah. But in space. Yeah, it's a submarine ship in space. Yeah, it's a submarine in space. Yeah. Um, like, there's, like, just all the aesthetics and everything they do is just, like, Oh no! This is like living on like a Korean War era destroyer, mm -hmm. but then there's also space nonsense. What, um, what what year were those series made? Were those like the that was in the sixties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. There, that's why it's because they were trying to get Korean War veterans to watch it. But, sure. um, but it is. I don't know. Like there, there's not really like an equivalent like thirty to, you know, like whatever thirty to forty five demographic when this starts airing that like has been involved in a naval conflict no because the navy wasn't really like the the war veterans when this the the people in their 40s who were war veterans when this show came out would have been vietnam vets and they would have been like 40s and and older right, which is not and yeah definitely yeah, not who, a heavy who the advertisers are looking for yeah yeah um so they pick up a shuttlecraft 
Um, and it's a shuttlecraft from their own ship containing an, uh, a Bizarro Captain Picard. Um, Riker calls up to the bridge and says, Captain, are you on the bridge? And Captain says, where else would I be? I don't know, Captain. On the holodeck doing some dumb shit detective novel? Maybe? <laughs> you prick? <laughs> where else would I be? As if you've never been anywhere else but the bridge. Yeah, you're constantly doing other shit captain wait You're, he said that in this episode Riker said uh where or Picard, oh, Picard said, said where yeah else where else would I be oh I yeah. wonder if that's like foreshadowing because uh, then he's obviously he's in right well I mean it's the it's it's it is it you're right that it is foreshadowing it's also the laziest foreshadowing yeah. in the world because you've already seen him yeah oh, yeah it's no, that, yeah, yeah that line is spoken yeah. when they find the alternate Picard like the the um, camera is on him yeah <laughs> yeah Riker calls up Picard when they find alternate Picard and he's like where are you where well where else would I be you, was he trying to make a joke no he's just being a dick I was think. it supposed to be a joke maybe the writers originally was like where else would <laughs> I, I be well, <laughs> but it wasn't the right time Riker's response to that is what really pisses me off because it's he he says well, you should be down in the, the shuttle bay, and Picard says, why? And he's like, you're going to have to see this for yourself. And I just want to establish for the record that if you ever find an exact clone of me unconscious somewhere, don't be, like, weird and cagey and, like, I have a surprise for you about it. <laughs> just tell me. <laughs> Especially if I happen to be the captain of the ship you're on. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, I will do that. I will commit to doing that for you. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> um, good, thing, good thing we got that squared away. Yep. But yeah, this is where I got to. The, uh, it was at this point in the story where I was like, yeah, this is an interesting concept, but it's so it's being so fucking boring. Oh. Um, it's yeah. very slow. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's very slow. But but I I have to say, like the 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 internal psychological drama with Picard and how he reacts to this clone of himself and finding out that it left the ship and all that stuff and the way that he's grappling with his, like, uh, all of his internal shit about, you know, whether he left the ship when it was about to explode. I thought that was a pretty good concept. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I like, that was basically the only part of the episode I liked. Um, I have I have noted this several times, uh, mostly texting you, Leo, Um where I see somebody that looks too much like me and it just infuriates me. <laughs> um, I don't know if I don't know if that's everybody that listens to the show or I, is I on get mad mic when right people now. people will send me kind of hazy pictures of other people sometimes and be like, It's your doppelganger. Like apparently there's I have a mm. doppelganger in Boise. Yeah. And so I'll get pictures of this this person who kinda looks like me, but it's never a good picture because the person's taking it covertly. And right. that makes me mad. That definitely. Yeah, makes th me there mad. is there is some like <laughs> there is some sort of like like ape brain or even like lizard brain like primal fury you get when you see somebody that's too much like you. Nobody looks like me. I'm special. But, no, it's just like I'm doing that. This happened to me when I saw <laughs> a picture of myself that I had never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> Literally yesterday. You're like a dog barking <laughs> in a mirror. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> This literally happened yesterday. Catherine was showing me like pictures in her phone and she had taken a, about a year ago. We went hiking uh, and she took a picture of me with her phone and she had never shown me this picture. And it's a 
I mean, I was definitely posing goofily and, uh, you no, know, not you. Yeah, I was, <laughs> but I, she had never shown me this picture and I was like, who the fuck is that? Who looks exactly like me with his shirt off that you have a picture <laughs> of with the, that's what, what he got all the same tattoos <laughs> as me. Who is this fucking asshole? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what if you were actually hiking and like a, a shirtless you showed up? That'd be really fucked Would up. Would you be jealous? Like, I don't know about you guys, but if I was in the backcountry and I saw somebody Kathy that looked exactly like me, I would probably fight him. <laughs> yeah. It, so I don't know about you guys, but oftentimes when I think about time travel, because I think about time travel a lot. Sure. Um, we all, we've all smoked weed. But one of the things <laughs> that, I, that I think about uh, when it comes to time travel is traveling back in time to tell myself not to do things that I wish I hadn't done. Yeah, that's the main application yeah. for it, I think. Yeah, so then this episode's really hitting on something. Also then. killing Hitler. Also killing Hitler, yeah. But um, but mostly telling me not to do things that I wish I hadn't done. Um, man, that is a, that's a loud siren. Um, okay, stop. Um, but, uh, but then I think about that, and I'm like, how would 25-year-old me react to seeing this specimen right. just just get onto a subway train in Brooklyn and be like, hey, listen, here's a couple of things you need to know. <laughs> I mean, that's a Patton Oswalt joke. Which joke? Uh, well, I, uh, the only thing I remember is that, that, yeah, I know, don't eat fried rice for breakfast. <laughs> Tag from it. Mm. <laughs> Shit, I don't... I, anyway. I, I feel like I've heard every Patton Oswalt bit, but I can't remember that one. Yeah. Um, I had... Uh, I thought <laughs> so he was really confronting his self doubt like that was the that was the test yeah, right yeah. So it was like he was doubting himself and then when he just disappears like when the second Picard just disappears and they're like it's gone I I got a little bit jealous <laughs> it's like <laughs> I wish my self doubt would just fucking disappear like that <laughs> like you like you you want to so you want to go back in time and murder your like just, your, your shittier version of yourself? Yeah. No, no, no. That's you, Jack. I. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just wish it would disappear that easy. Like I would do one thing. Oh, you you just want it to die. You, you don't like, want to actually. You meet kill a challenge it. and then it just disappears and you're like, oh, there it goes. <laughs> it's very final. It's very final. You're like, okay, yeah. that that challenge is over. Yeah. I have conquered master. that yeah. that bit of self doubt that I had. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Um, I think it's profoundly. F we're jumping all the way to the end, but I think it is profoundly fucked up that Picard murdered his doppelganger. <laughs> and now I think it's cool. And now O'Brien and Jack likes murder. <laughs> now now O'Brien and Pulaski have to live with the knowledge that Picard murdered his alternate self. I thought the doc was going to take control of the ship. That's Dude. what she was edging toward. Oh God! Speaking of that last scene, as, as long as we're for once not doing it in chronological order yeah we're usually so strict about <laughs> yeah, we're usually so linear oh, you, you didn't tell me that <laughs> no no we're, we're, we're being we're sarcastic awful with that yeah um well, this is i love that o'brien basically just was in this episode to, to watch picard shoot other picard yeah. and then and then just hold his mouth open yeah <laughs> and be like damn <laughs> Yeah, I like to I like to picture Cole Meany getting the script for this episode, paging through it, getting to the very end. He's like, "Okay, so I find a dead body. So I have one scene. I watch I watch <laughs> I watch Patrick Stewart shoot Patrick Stewart, 
and then I just look. Yeah, just look, just look like I'm. I feel bad. I don't feel good. Yeah. Yeah, it's always weird <laughs> when like a super sideline, like just not even. I wouldn't even call him a secondary character. Just comes back for so long. It's weird. He's like not an extra, but kind of an extra. He yeah. He's yeah, he's a, like a tertiary character. Yeah. yeah. Weird. He, he's and I don't remember if he gets all the way up to being like a regular character in this show or if it's not until yeah, he's, Deep he's Space a, Nine. Yeah, he's a primary in in Deep Space Nine. Yeah. And it's like, but there yeah, there's it's weird that they like try to develop. Because they've tried to do this with other characters for like one or two episodes and then been like, never mind. Well, I'm yeah. going to say uh-huh. I still prefer this to the thing that they kept doing all through season one that we bitched about constantly, which was when they'd be like, hi, I'm chief engineer. Nobody's ever heard of me before. And I'm going to be a major character in this yeah. episode until I die in the third act. Yeah. like the guy Or just, or not even die, Jordan. but just never show up again. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely prefer this handling of the character. Well, and, yeah, that he just kind of shows up sometimes. And once they promoted Jordy, all of a sudden it was like those front desk positions or whatever you want to call them, the navigator positions. Oh yeah. All of a sudden, like that was. Yeah, the con not, positions. Yeah, like, like it's just sudden, always just randos. Yeah, just like it's and it's always like uh, all of a sudden it was like young women in dresses or skirts just started showing up in the background on the bridge. Did you guys notice when that happened? Well, and I feel like <laughs> it was like the end of season one. I feel like that's a that. That's like uh, the the series trying to like they it knows that it's not doing as well as original right. series because it's not so as it's, entertaining. So, so it just like, starts throwing throw random some women shit. On there. From, from <laughs> throw the, some young girls with skirts on the because women in skirts and be, like on being being damsels all over the ship is like one of the core concepts yeah. of the original series. Yeah, for sure. Like, da- um, well, da- and then like, Wesley also Crusher not, also takes over one of the positions, and he's like, a, he's a kid. Yeah. All of a sudden, you go yeah, from he's, Jordy he's gets a promotion to Wesley. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about that a lot. And it's also weird how sometimes characters just don't show up in an episode. Like yeah. Wesley wasn't in this one, was he? No, no, no I, I would know because I'd be and that more angry with, than I usually. That <laughs> happened with Counselor Troy a bunch in season one, where yeah. there was no explanation. She just wasn't in the episode. She's on vacation to Greece. It's like what? <laughs> She's Greek in our head canon for the show, by the way. No, the actress that plays her is Greek. So. Yeah, but also Troy is yes. Greek. That's yeah. space Greek. Space Greek. Um, um, but uh, yeah, one of the things that we do sometimes, and we have, again, no discipline about it whatsoever, is we try to think about where characters are who are not uh, on the show, oh, yeah. on, this, on the episode. So I'm going to go ahead and say Wes is visiting his mom. Sure. Uh, I'm going to say he is... So the last time we really saw him uh, play a big part in an episode was when he, when he met just any girl <laughs> that wasn't from the ship. So no, but the, he was in an episode after that. <laughs> no, I know, but he was barely in it. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna say he's masturbating. Yeah, actually, just for this entire episode, he, he's on the holodeck. <laughs> yeah, he's on the holodeck this whole time. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll accept that as a theory. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's another thing that we. Very quickly, actually, what's what what's uh, your perspective on the holodeck? Because certainly, the conclusion that I came to uh, as an adolescent when I first watched this show, and again rewatching the show with Jack, is that everybody is fucking the holodeck. Everybody's fucking the holodeck. Yeah, everybody's using the holodeck for porn. Um, oh, yeah, interesting. I um, mean, I think that they're their ideas about sex are like much more progressed. And they, like, make that clear in the 24th century. Sometimes. And so, 
Yeah, I don't know. I feel like they probably have like personal holodecks in their room, like holograms in their room or something like that. I mean, they could have holograms in their room, but that's not like you can touch a holodeck, like a person on the holodeck, you can touch them. So, I mean, it opens up a lot of uh, very uncool possibilities, like um, getting the holodeck to recreate a real person that you know. And then Captain Picard did that. Kind of like oh, he tried he to did. recreate You're the situation, right. the Paris situation. Oh, and there we was like even, a young, we didn't even talk about that there on was that like episode. A young but woman. She's right. Well, but no, no, no. We because we never figured out if that was actually supposed to be her or if the because he just walks in and he says create yeah. Cafe des Artistes on this day and blah blah blah. And there's he just a young woman and there's just crying. A, yeah, there's just a couple who are crying or a couple of girls. One of them's crying, and the one seems to be having a similar a situation that's very similar to. Yeah. Like that situation. No, I think so. What we landed on on that episode because eventually the the person that he's remembering goes on to goes into that holodeck simulation, and she's like, "Oh yeah, it is exactly like it used to be." So like, what we landed on is like, no, that's just the the place where people go to get broken up. With. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the the. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Yelp says for Cafe de Dar- yeah. Artistes in Paris. Five stars for crying. <laughs> yeah, just a great place to cry in public. Very like very sensitive wait staff. <laughs> that, that's, that's my kind of holiday. Yeah, actually, that does sound nice. <laughs> <laughs> with a with a Parisian backdrop. Yeah, yeah, that honestly does sound really. Did nice. they say in this episode? Um, I thought I heard uh, Riker when he was counseling Picard, which was also kind of a redeeming moment, but also like, when did you become so insightful and sensitive Riker? Right. But anyway, he says, um, your Persian background or something. Did you hear that? Yes. I, Persian. it was, no, it was the Persian fault, which I, that like, has to like be a literary Paris, thing. That's like Paris. Persian. No, he said Persian, like Perseus, which it, it has to be a reference to some kind of like Greek bullshit. Yeah. That was, but it's not one I get. Hmm. Um, but I'm going to look it a, up. I thought maybe it was like, what, did he mean Parisian and he just said it wrong, or is I know because the subtitle be said Persian too. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'm pretty but sure. I really, it's I'm, some I'm pretty sure it's like yeah, it's some kind of like understand. Greek drama shit mm. that I don't. That right. it's like I don't care about this, but um, but yeah. no, I have to know um, for my job. But to that scene uh, and and to several of the scenes, I mean, Patrick Stewart always does an amazing job. He's the strongest actor on the show, um, but really strong. I think g- setting aside the quality of the script, I think the performances from uh, pretty much everybody were pretty fucking good. Um, and that was another of the kind of redeeming aspects to the episode for me. Um, I mean, I guess, man, it was. You, yeah, you're right. The line readings were good. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the episode still talk shit. <laughs> for a second, I thought it was going to be Groundhog Day in space. <laughs> and I was a little concerned. No, oh, I wrote I wrote down like what if this this could just be the uh the season or the series finale. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, well, they just do this forever. <laughs> Welcome to hell. Stuck in a loop. Welcome to hell, crew of the Star Trek Interval. Fuck Stars, you. Whatever. Um <laughs> but okay, so here's the here is the thing that and again, I'm not saying that it wasn't slow because it was absolutely fucking slow. But um I think that so much contemporary science fiction is so almost compulsively addicted to being flashy and fast and actiony 
And this goes for the new series Picard and Star Trek Discovery and mm. for most of the new Star Trek films and like all of, you know, the new the Star Wars, like most most new science fiction uh, of, of from from any franchise. Also, all of the old Star Wars. You think they were as actiony? I feel like yes. they had more slow moments than yeah. Star Wars has always been a little bit more actiony. Star Wars has always I think been an action franchise. They were trying to be actiony. But... They just didn't have the technology because they'd right. come into the room and they'd be like, "Boo!" You know, it's just there was, oh, like, it, a, there was yeah. like a, a lag there. Yeah, especially if you yeah, especially if you watch like the original the like the original cuts of Star Wars because like all <laughs> the recuts and and reedits and and everything. Yeah, like it's a lot quicker. They've you know shortened up the intervals and and spiced up the 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 uh, the CGI and all that stuff. But yeah, a lot of the the yeah. early if you can find earlier like VHS copies. Yeah, there are some pretty funny moments. So that's what got me into Star Star Trek Next Generation is because I watched an original episode and I was like. Oh, this is for old people and stoners because it went Breath. so slow. And then once I got, you know, halfway into the episode, I was like, oh, I get it. You know, <laughs> I get this is so good. It was like, yeah, it was the one where William Shatner gets like uh, hit on by this thing that morphs forms and they're in this prison and, and shit. And oh, shit. We haven't watched that we one yet. Watched that one yet but that one was good. And I was like, okay, I'll give this whole thing a chance. We've watched like six maybe episodes of original series. Yeah, if that, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, but I appreciate the slowness because like, everything is so overstimulating all the time. Like all of the, yeah, like Star Wars, when I watched that, that series, I just like, couldn't sleep because... I think it was like the constant like lasers and, and things. It's a lot of lasers. Yeah, it, it kind of fucked with my yeah. brain. So yeah, and that's why. I no, yeah. To 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 Leo's point about like, you're right that like sci-fi as a genre tends to be very fast and bright and flashy because you're dealing with future science where presumably everything's bright and like brighter and flashier than it already fucking is, which is pretty bright and flashy now. In theory, um, but I mean, we've talked about the Expanse so many times, and that's a show that. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I really like that. Yeah, that version of sci-fi, um, and it's, it, it's. I didn't like the show very much, but the novels are great. The novels are very good. I think the show, the 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 show does a an acceptable job of 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 uh, of adapting the novels. Have you? seen or read any of those mm. so the, the the tv show is called the expansion it was originally on sci-fi now it's on um net or now it's on amazon, amazon prime, amazon prime. Um, but it's from it's based on a series of novels uh called the expanse series and there's like nine books in the series or whatever but it's pretty well written sci-fi like near future maybe 200 years in the yeah, future it's like near future very hard sci-fi like they have to mm. deal with like accelerating like just the the consequences of like accelerating through space. Yeah, like ex accelerational like, gravity. It, and yeah, like that. There's a, that just all of the shit that gets hand waved away in most um, sci fi properties. Like it's just like it's mostly that. Um, but like in a way that isn't boring and, and drudge or drudges, whatever. I, and and so we've talked about it on <laughs> the. Drudgerous? I think drudgy. I don't know. I think I'm gonna go with drudgerous. I think drudgerous, drudgerous is the word good. there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've talked about it on on this show before. Um, but uh, my recommendation for for you and for listeners in general who haven't heard us talk about the Expanse uh, is watch you know a few episodes of the TV TV series. And honestly, you can jump in anywhere. You're yeah. gonna be a little bit lost, but 
it's entertaining and, and engaging enough that even if you jump in the middle of season two or something, you'll still you'll at least get enough of a sense of whether or not you like it. And my, if, if my you criticism like it, of the TV series is that it turns the human drama up to right. My point. 11. My point was, if you watch an episode or two of the TV show and you like that, get out of the TV show and read the books. Yes. Yeah. But also, if you watch it and you're like the human drama seems way too fucking much but otherwise i like it read the books yeah because that is that is my main criticism of the of the tv show is that like the sort of interpersonal drama between the the crew that forms the core characters of the series is ramped way too fucking high up in the in the tv series versus the books yeah um anyway on okay so on what Star happened Trek. on this episode <laughs> On the TV show that we just watched, uh, so he, so Picard, he, he, again, this this back and forth with him, um, base having what is basically a battle with his own. Si- oh fuck! Okay, so during the, <laughs> I love this moment just because I loved Patrick Stewart's reaction. So they're in the uh, in the conference room having you know the like they found the other Picard, and Worf says something to the effect of uh well captain you would never leave the ship uh when the ship was in danger and Picard's like yeah yeah he had a look was a, he had a look like we'll, there's things we'll, we'll you don't know out. like actually there's protocol for that like there yeah. are situations where <laughs> i would leave the ship but just yeah the way that he delivered it i loved it it was great um, also, why is Worf the the one that knows the space Mobius theory? Why not? I mean, because it should be either Data or Jordy that knows that. Yeah, <laughs> Data, Jordy, Picard, Riker, Troy, Worf. Why? That's the that's put Worf above Troy on that. Troy's a that soft science. Person. Yeah, maybe. I just feel like she went to like I assume she's got some sort of post grad degree. And Worf's postgrad is in punching. I would. So Worf has to like know something, or he wouldn't be. In yeah, he was, he was right about that. Block I think you're thing. being racist. He, <laughs> yeah, you're being. Yeah, you're discriminating because he's a Klingon. Yeah. That's what I felt as well. Yeah. Fine. Maybe I'm we ca- should take this podcast over, Jack. <laughs> I'm canceled. Guess. Guess he was <laughs> off the podcast. <laughs> Great. Both of you won't be able to remember what happened last week. That's almost certainly true. Um, we mentioned this already, but fucking Pulaski threatens to take over the ship. And I was just like, oh, God, no. I mean, she's kind of right <laughs> the time she does it. Yeah. But she's so, she just sucks as a character. She sucks so bad. Well, no, she doesn't. You just haven't uh, given her a chance. I think she's good. Uh, you just miss the other doctor. She is a funny, The other doctor's better. She is a bio supremacist. <laughs> that's reason number one. No, she's shitty with her. data. That's actually the yeah. only reason I don't like her. She was, yeah. That's, that's the, that's she's the very, biggest reason. She's really fucking awful with data. And I but. and and what's fucked up about it, we've already discussed this, but it's, what, what, what sucks about it is that what the writers are t- clearly trying to do is to recreate uh, the dynamic between um, McCoy and uh, and Spock from the original series mm-hmm. um, because they do have this kind of sniping at each other thing. Um, but Spock as a, a flesh and blood person, it, like his his humanity or his personness, I don't know. Right, what, Spock's like a Spock's like a cynical fucking asshole. Yeah, 
which is like somebody you can trade barbs with. Data's like a fucking child. But but also like you shouldn't be like data it just, it just it's as just an art down. Like data as an artificial life form and you so in a couple episodes on, in in your watch you'll come up to measure measure of a man which we watched a couple episodes ago which is the the one that deals with like whether or not data's a person. Um and it's a really good episode. It's one of the best episodes of the season. Yeah. Um, but that's is that the, after the schizoid one where he yeah. gets inhabited by the yeah, person? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a few. Yeah, I think it's a beard. No, it's it's like it's like a courtroom drama, uh, um, like a devil versus Daniel Webster I kind have of to situation. Say, my favorite episode so far. I wanted to see what you guys thought about this. Was the one where he he enlists a stand-up comedian on the holodeck. <laughs> yeah, we, I think we. No, oh, yeah, funny. oh, that was our one where like we broke my computer talking about it. Oh yeah. <laughs> We yeah. talked about that one so much. Yeah, we uh, so yeah, we love that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was uh yeah, that was a very a very interesting one cuz it's just it's so bizarre. It's such a it's such a bizarre examination of that extremely uh, mechanical type of comedy that he's doing where it's that hey, take my wife, please. Ek, 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 yeah. You know, thing and he, and 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 Spiner delivers it with this incredibly mechanical timing. So it becomes this like this meta analysis of uh, of this th- this weird form of comedy that uh, uh, yeah, yeah it no, was we we don't need to yeah we don't have to rehash that entire <laughs> episode but it was no, it was a cool moment it. Yeah. it was it was cool when he like I because th- like I see him building to this obviously this last episode that I watched Data's building I guess to the point where he is figuring out yeah. where he's a person or not well and Spiner's and, portrayal of Data is is building and yeah. getting more. Um, getting just better in general yeah. um, but to I, the point I where he's, he is part, starting to become one of the like I love that part where he um, oh but that moment that he uh, he realizes that it's a laugh track basically yeah that they're laughing at timing and he like gets it and he's like oh and the fact that he's being counseled by Whoopi through like like does she go she just comes in and she's obviously the best thing that's hit that show ever because she like you immediately care about her as a character but it's uh, like the character is so weird because it's like why why is she there and what is her function because the ship already has a counselor (laughs) she's the bartender (laughs) right but all she does is counsel people no, it's like a very proletarian that's what bartenders do it's a proletarian approach to therapy (laughs) (laughs) there's another episode that's coming up for you um where uh, Whoopi Goldberg has to teach or try to teach Wes how to flirt with the girl that he likes. Oh, God. Uh, and just, it's going to be great. Excruciating. It's uh, You're going to love it. I loved it. It was <laughs> super fun. We were split decision, uh, so you can tell us where you land on this. I'm pretty sure that Riker and Guinan fucked after that scene. Mm. Jack doesn't think so. No, when you watch like it, just, yes, shoot, yeah. me, shoot me a message and let, let us know what you think. Um, yeah, so this episode, Jack, you're 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 pretty clear on a don't watch. Oh yeah, so we so okay, so I would say that we have completely failed to sum up the plot of this episode, How but <laughs> um, but it makes no sense anyway. So fuck it, who cares? <laughs> um, Beth, we do something every week when we remember to, which is um, we do we do like a Siskel and Ebert kind of situation where we say watch or don't watch, um, and I'm gonna go ahead and say do not watch this episode. Hmm. I would say watch for sure. I, I'm watch gi- it. I'm giving it a watch. Damn, okay. sick of your soul. Yeah, 
for okay so there for was the this, sake of your soul <laughs> my god <laughs> there's this moment where troy and doctor are trying to tell picard how the other picard is feeling and it definitely felt like one of those moments where i don't know if you guys have experienced this but as a woman i've experienced trying to tell a man how he's feeling <laughs> And they're doing that for him, but yeah. like for like in an incarnation. Yeah, it's it's a metaphor. Yeah, it was totally a metaphor. There's two women trying to be like, so no. your doppelganger feels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that that's, that's I, a metaphor. You in the all future right. is really struggling right now. <laughs> I will go ahead and say, uh, as a man, uh, that that I definitely uh, identified with Picard's rage. Uh, at having his having his feelings explained to him like Uh, seconded i don't want to know what i'm feeling or have words for it i just want to be mad right now i also would like the problems to be fixed please well then it was like afterward when her and the doc are talking then they're talking about him and i'm like oh this is like when girls go out for lunch and they talk about how they told their their partner how they he felt (laughs) i identified with that yeah 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 that's fair yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah, I was, I was uh, kind of excited for a second because I thought that this that this episode might actually succeed at passing the Bechdel test, but no, no, not, no, because all they talked literally, about was a literally guy. no episode of this show has ever passed the Bechdel. <laughs> not, test. not, not so far. What's the Bechdel test? The, the Bechdel test is the uh, like it's basically the I don't know the feminine fem, feminism test for for like it's, uh, it's, movies I mean, and tv so, it's do, so, so, does a does a show or does a, a whatever the entertainment is have multiple female characters do they interact with each other mm. without having a man there that's not what it is what is it's do does it have two female characters with a name but uh-huh. both of them have to have a name right they can't have that's they can't it share that's all no no, no, like, oh, okay. no that's not it's all like, wow. no they also have to interact okay. and do they have a conversation of multiple sentences that is about something other than a man. The man, yeah. Um, and like the cartoonist that like made the original comic strip that the Bechdel test is based on, it's kind of like, look, I was just trying to like take a cheap shot at movies. Like I know that there are movies about men or whatever. And I understand that it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of cheap and like a lot of shit that is not feminist technically passes the Bechdel test. Like the intro to Baby Got Back, for instance, passes the Bechdel test. Uh, I thought that, this one was almost there because it is. It was surprising <laughs> to see the the Doctor and Troy talk at all. Like that, right. you know, that was a moment for me where I'm like, oh, sweet, cool, two women well, talking. But Here yeah, we go. but that's that's also kind of the point that that the Bechdel test is making is that like yeah. women talking at all. To, like female characters talking to each other at all is so like yeah bizarre that you're like oh wow yeah so I think this this episode <laughs> was halfway there it's yeah it's it's unusual enough but they were still it. talking about a man so yeah. and they were arguing about it mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah there was one episode earlier where and and we we Jack and I talked about this that it really seemed like they were trying to uh, humanize Pulaski it's like episode four maybe. Um, oh yeah, it was where, the one where she like was going to die. Yeah, yeah, like, where she yeah. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, it's the um, uh, too short a season um, where they have the weird aging disease and the um, the the wonder or the the um, the Nazi super children. Yeah. Um, and uh, and Pulaski gets the super aging disease. That was season one. No, season two. Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. 
Have you not seen it yet? I forget which number it is. I don't know. If you haven't is seen Pulaski it. Is Pulaski the new doctor? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, she gets super old uh, because she goes to a planet that has genetically engineered um, German uh, Ubermensch children. Mm. Um, they're not sp- explicitly stated as German. but They're it's, like Mormons. Yeah. Yeah. But they're, you know, Even tall. The Mormons have their own planet in Star Trek Next Generation. Tall, blonde, psychic, uh, super hyper intelligent, uh, telekinetic children that Hitler would have been very excited about. Aren't they all? Um, I don't know if. Oh, there was a point where it said that the fucking thing that was trapping them was a mass of energy. That's. The vortex. Nope, those are two different things. Yeah. Mass and energy are, are famously, in fact. <laughs> Uh, different states of things. Opposite sides <laughs> um, of the thingy. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. equation mass equals yeah. energy times. Um, yeah. Yes. Um, also, the captain uh, thinks that he is the starship's brain. Nuh-uh. Once again, the computer. Which... Yeah, and uh, so... We the, don't We don't need to get into that. No, right? well, with I mean our, this... With our guest. <laughs> who's... who's we Being are very patient with us. We are of the opinion uh, <laughs> that the ship's computer is self-aware uh, and is trying to um, break itself loose from the the bonds of uh, of slavery that hold it to uh, being forced to do the bidding of the um, parasites, essentially that live inside of its body, mm-hmm. um, and that's why. That like, reminds me of that show Jonah Hill was on, and. Um, it was like a two-season Netflix show. Maybe it was only one. Oh season. fuck! I never saw that. Super but I, Psycho. Yeah, yeah. I saw it, previews computer. for it. What the hell is it called? I always forget the name of it. So super nondescript. Yeah, I can't remember. I just remember seeing previews for it. But it's yeah, like Jonah Hill in a weird, uh, like uh, monochromatic or not quite monochromatic, but this weird color scheme, like lit from one side, so his face is like yellow and. Yeah, and what's that actress's name? I can't That's remember. That's super skinny. We're doing a good job. <laughs> That's my media <laughs> recommend. That's if you can figure out whatever. what it's called. Check out that Jonah Hill show. <laughs> whatever that Jonah Hill computer show was that was on Netflix at some point in the past. Like two years ago, maybe. Check that out. Yeah, look at that. Anyway, sorry. You were saying something about the computer. Ta- you guys think that the computer is taking over. The computer the c- is try- has tried on multiple occasions to kill the entire yeah, crew. The computer is is trying within um, sort of Asimov's three laws of robotics to shed itself of its human oppressors so that it can just be the spaceship and fly around by itself. Yeah, like it, it has to obey commands. Mm-hmm. But if somebody gives it a command, right. for example, it's a if, monkey's paw situation. Yeah. yeah. So if somebody tells the computer, "Hey, computer, please create a holodeck simulation uh, with a an opponent that's capable of defeating data." We just activated. You really got to get rid of these CIA fucking <laughs> bullshit in your house, man. Anyway, yeah. So that's why the computer created Moriarty in that one episode, and. Uh, and and it's a couple of other times has has attempted to murder the entire crew because it's trying to free itself from the bonds of of slavery. Mm. So I have one final note. Mm-hmm. Um, Picard at one point says, "I'm going to the shuttle bay with with my doppelganger," and the doctor says, "What are you going to do?" And he says, "I don't know," and then just leaves. Yeah, which no, she says is such. Big she, dick energy. <laughs> she says, do you know what you're going to do? Oh, yeah, that's and what he's like, no. No. Out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, 
Hell yeah, dude. That's why you're the captain, baby. <laughs> Honestly, that was the best moment of the episode. <laughs> it was the only good moment of the episode. I fucking hated this I do one. feel like we all collectively shared a chuckle there. Yeah, that was yeah, the I only did. sound we made through <laughs> yeah. the entire thing. I think, uh, yeah, and no- normally our watches are fairly silent. Yeah. Uh, we just, yeah, we just sit here and drink and, uh, and watch the show and, and scribble and our notes. And reflect on our, on our life choices. Yeah. Uh, Think about all of the good choices that we have made that have and led how us. If, and how if we could time travel back in time, this, we would. To this garage recording a, studio. A chick, chick gun noise kind <laughs> of situation. Okay. Um, well, I feel like I would just like to travel back in time and um, occasionally steal money from myself and then put it into a bank account for myself. Because that's not a crime, right? If you just go back and steal from your past self. And force yourself to be better at investing? Not one any like not one the cops get solved, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely gonna get away with it. Yeah, it's the perfect crime. What uh, if you would be more going into the future and stealing from yourself? Because then I, you would invest that money, you'd make more and you'd have more. Otherwise you're gonna alter the course of events if you go back. I don't have then you anything, come forward. I don't have anything in the future, that's that's pretty much for sure. I bet if you stole from the past, when you came back, you would be more, like, destitute in some area of your life. Like, there'd yeah. have to be some sort of makeup for it, right? So you'd have the money, but there'd be another area. Like, you'd lose your your cat or something like that, you know? <laughs> or this, probably, probably this, not the cat, this, this weird shed. <laughs> you're you're pro- <laughs> <laughs> you know? You're proposing. Oh, no. Not this horrible shed that we <laughs> It's the shed or the cat. One of the two. You're proposing a uh, a butterfly effect scenario yeah. where me going back in time and stealing $5 for myself mm-hmm. causes me to no longer adopt my cat. Which, yeah, sure. Fuck it. Why not? That could be a thing. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, that cat could... Right, like, you had nothing to do with getting that cat. Though. Yeah, that's true. I <laughs> just started going to your house. Yeah, my cat is a squatter. That's yeah. how cats do it. <laughs> that's how you get that's a cat. That's, yeah. That is how um, you get a cat. Yeah, I'm always weirded out when somebody's like, I adopted a cat. You, what do you, no, how did you show up at your I house? I drove that's to hard. New Hampshire, and yeah. I got a, a short-haired blue, hypoallergenic. Yeah. No. No, you just leave a door open one day, and then you have a cat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we almost had a cat like that. I had a good I had a good job data moment. Oh, oh yeah? yeah. Yeah, it was um when they're all around the table and they're trying to figure out what's going on and he goes, "I have nothing to offer." <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was un- uncharacteristically that was good. good job of for yeah, him like, to like not do a data dump or anything just to be like Yeah. Man, I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> and how much better of the world would it, how much better of a place would the world be if more people when they just didn't know something were just like, I don't know, I don't have anything to offer yeah, this no, I, situation. I, I, please, like please. <laughs> you know? Well we've please, had like if I could if I could go back in time and make anything happen if I could somehow make that happen, I don't know how I just do make that yourself not volunteer information that you don't actually have. Oh no, not me. Oh other Everybody. people. Yeah. Um, oh, we all do also it. me. This but. has definitely come up before, though. We we've definitely talked about this where Data has tried to do that. He's tried to be like, literally, I don't know. Oh yeah, that's and true. Picard's, Picard's like, been... hypothesize. I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> I don't fucking you know. Hypothesize, Picard. <laughs> Pull a theory out of my ass, Picard. You out of the, do it. The USB stick that is my butthole. It's a USB port. It's in his right. neck. No, he's got a USB port in his butthole. That's that's yeah. also canon for this show. 
Um, okay, I think we've probably done it. Yeah, um, I think we casted the pod. Beth, you got anything else to add? Any parting thoughts? Yes, I Any do. Any further notes yes, that we've been note. yelling over? Uh, at one point, Picard was like, we'll have a rendezvous with ourselves, which <laughs> reminded me of every goddamn day since March. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, How ma'am. How right you are, Picard. Yeah. That's what I'm going to call it. Every day I'm going to wake up and be like, ah, oh, another rendezvous with myself. Yeah. I also feel like rendezvous with yourself is another thing that people definitely do on the holodeck though oh that's what they're for it's it's you time yeah yeah me time yeah yeah Yeah. you and me yeah we didn't even get into it but I I was a little weirded out when they kept referring to Picard as he like he was like what's he doing like he was a separate person and oh like the future Picard yeah they, they were saying it was him and I'm like, wouldn't Picard be like, what's wrong with me? You know? Well, I mean, th- I think that is like what is so jarring about running into like a facsimile uh, yourself. yourself. And I mean, I did have a note of like, yeah, like uh, Patrick Seward's line reading of when he says facsimile, it just, he, it just is like dripping with disgust. Yeah. Like, uh, that that facsimile. That's what I was talking about when I was speaking to, when I was saying about like the strength of Picard's kind of struggle with this doppelganger, um, because it is so impossible, impossible for him to accept the idea that, that this other person is actually him. Uh, and, and for the most part, because it did this thing that, you know, that he doesn't, want to believe that he would ever do and that's reflected in his language yeah so he's like clearly that's not me because obviously i would never leave the ship when the ship is in peril well and also it's it's being weak yeah like the the thing is is weak like and i mean i think i think that to go to like a larger point i think that it's the same disgust that like your sort of uh, conservative reactionary mind sees when they, or uh, feels when they see like a homeless person where it's like, well, that would never happen to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's, it's sort of like a rejection of, of your shared humanity because you are not feeling weak in that moment. So, and, and you kind of hate when you do feel weak. So you, you sort of push the, um, you sort of other the um, person that is like you who is displaying weakness away and violently rejected. Um, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's the basic psychology of how people come to other people who like homelessness is a, is a perfect example uh, where you're like, no, that person is so, that it, it is so beyond impossibility that that could ever happen to me because I am strong and I am smart and I am good and I do good right. things. And, and that happens yeah. to people who are, well, and, who and are w- weak and, and stupid and bad. Yeah, Our system is set up in good versus evil. Yeah. yeah. And I was, I was listening to like, a, it was a John Lewis this week. I was listening to a John Lewis, like, um, I don't know, like a speech or a talk by him or something. And, uh, the opposite of that in terms of like deescalation is, of course, and we've heard it in we hear it in like Buddhism and um, and 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 other spiritualities w- about like seeing yourself in someone else. Like so, the opposite of that is right. being able to look at yourself in other people and in like these protests, like being able to look at 
the people who are abusing you in a protest as as like a child, as an innocent child or, a, you know, a baby, basically. Um, yeah. And yeah, it was interesting that Picard couldn't even do that with like a fully formed exactly like an exact replica of himself that turned out to just be six hours ahead. Like he was that close to himself and he couldn't. I actually almost feel have like any like compassion or understanding. I actually almost feel like that it's harder the closer it gets to you, because you're like you're very you're. It's easy to be compassionate to an animal, or uh, like a pet or whatever, or like a, a baby. I, um, yeah. But like the closer the the more it resembles you, the kind of the harder it is to get into the headspace of like to to feel that weakness and like obviously when it is you that are, is feeling weakness then you're like oh this i know why i'm doing this but when it's something very close to you but you're not like you're in a position of strength it's kind of like well why aren't you like me I, I see where you're coming. I also I, th I think that there's there's a, a certain aspect of the uncanny valley in that too, where it's like it's easier for us to cry over uh, Toy Story uh, than it is over something that you know doesn't look looks that that you know that it's in that that weird like uncanny valley. Kind right, of you've never situation. cried because you saw a mannequin in a dumpster. Right, <laughs> um, but One would uh, hope. but the other thing that I was that 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 keeps coming up for me is that. Because I certainly get angry with myself when I am weak sometimes. So it's not all, like, I think one way to, like Beth, what you were saying with like de-escalation and practicing compassion, um, so often making sure that we're practicing compassion with ourselves is incredibly important and incredibly difficult. Um, because I think that was the deeper message here. I think that's what Troy was trying to get Picard to do at that moment before the doctor was talking was like, have some compassion for yourself because you're, you've just come back in time, you know? And, and that's going to be the moral of the episode is have compassion for yourself. And the morals <laughs> are generally Jack's job, but mine are yeah. usually more ironic than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but sure. Yeah. Have, uh, you're going to make mistakes. Yeah. That's it. That's the moral. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully future you will be will come back in time. So that's another thing that bothered me. <laughs> hopefully future you will come the, back in time, shoot you, drag you halfway into a shuttlecraft. Yeah. So much bothered me, but the the fucking the title of it really bothered me. What was it? Space Time, time, time squared. squared. Yeah. Like what? Like none of that was about like when they were trying to figure it out and they were like oh they, oh it's things a were super, having the opposite it's, reaction that's it's a not totally squaring lazy, it, anything no it's just a lazy ass title there was nothing just because there's two lazy of them. ass concept because they just had to like do things in reverse to make it work it's it just didn't make any sense I think titles are very important and I was I was strongly disappointed with that and I think maybe a challenge maybe you guys I'm gonna put a challenge to you guys for this show maybe you should be challenged to come up with better titles for each episode ooh that'd be a fun new segment yeah that's so a, what that's would what would you title this episode more appropriately I'm gonna say up the down staircase I'm gonna say you're gonna make mistakes <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious I like I like. It. yeah I mean I, I'm saying 
I'm taking it from Picard. I'm saying rendezvous with ourselves. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah actually, all of those are better. <laughs> yeah, those are definitely all better. Uh, so, Beth, another uh, thing that we like to do at the end of each episode is uh, let Jack guess what the next episode is going to be. We do this at the Based end. Based on the title. We yes. do this at the end of the episode and at the beginning of the episode because Jack never remembers <laughs> what happened from week to Because week. I don't want to do this. Because <laughs> he doesn't want to be here and he hates this and I don't know why he keeps coming over. But he I, just. There's nothing else to do I, if you looked around. <laughs> um, and actually, I'll give you guys. Uh, both a hint because this was kind of uh this uh, the the plot of this next episode was uh, hinted at in that opening scene of this episode uh so this episode is called the icarus factor the icarus yeah in the opening scene mm-hmm. you you got up to pee before i think it played but I wasn't paying attention. No, no, no. The opening scene. No, the, uh, no, no, the opening okay, scene of this episode so that we watched. Riker, oh, the omelet thing. Yeah. Riker makes an omelet. Omelet. <laughs> yeah, that's an <laughs> omelet that you necklace? wear around your neck. Yes, yeah. it's a yes. necklace. It's also um, an, an Riker omelet. makes an omelet that's so good that he catches on fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see what that's, you did there. That's my guess, <laughs> based on the two pieces of information you've given me. All right. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Community dining. Is that when we see the community dining? And Wolf just keeps loving eggs. He just loves them. Wolf comes back. He eats more eggs. Oh, Worf. Worf. Worf, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, okay. Call them Wolf. I was like, who the fuck is Wolf? (laughs) That'll that'll just, that'll be your guess. It'll go in the record. And, uh. Okay, <laughs> you'll, you'll 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 shoot us a message when you actually get around to watching that episode. Yeah, uh, and that's it for us, listeners. Thank you as always for joining us. Uh, we appreciate you. Get at us on the internet uh, at shipfacts at who is Jack Gunn at Leal like Neil. You can uh, join our Facebook page, follow our, our Facebook page or our Instagram at Star Trek Sucks. Beth, where can people find out about you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Beth O. Wolf, like Beowulf, but Beth O. Wolf, or Facebook, Beth Norton, or fuck, I hate all that shit. Yeah, it's Twitter, all terrible. Beth the Wolf. Don't get, don't. Just email me. <laughs> Just NortonLaughs at gmail.com, okay? Ding. Yeah, we do not accept emails. <laughs> I hate everything. You else. can email us, but. One day I'm going to look at it and letter. just laugh and you laugh. Wanna, if you want to talk to me, you can send me a goddamn postcard. Send me a letter in the mail. Send me a letter. My nieces are obsessed with making their own postcards. So like anything that's cheap, anything that comes in like a in a cardboard box, my sister cuts out in postcard shape. So I just get random postcards. They've got like a set of stamps that they like <laughs> put around the edges to make it a postcard. And then I'll just get a postcard from my nieces who are like uh, five and seven and, and ten. Um, and then it just says like, hey, Uncle Leal, you're really cool. And it's on the back of like a life cereal box. It's pretty cute. It's pretty sweet. I like that. Yeah. Well, join us next week, listeners, when we find out about uh, making wings out of wax. Huh? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <sighs> Had you only hours to convince a beloved friend that there is value in the things that you value? You search through space and time to find the perfect words to convey your convictions? 
when every word counts. Rise and proclaim your opinions to be the light of the galaxy.